Welcome to the Personal Perseverance Project. My name is David Atkins, retired New York State trooper, million-dollar direct sales, international business earner, author, and keynote motivational speaker, where each week I come here to help you break through your excuses so you can live a life up to your fullest potential. Let the project begin. That is my mindset. I operate on a level of excellence and you guys need to wake up every single day and you need to operate on a level of excellence and create your masterpiece. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Personal Perseverance Project Podcast. My name is David Atkins and I wanted to quickly come on here, introduce myself so you know a little bit about me. But I think before we even get to hearing a little bit about my story, I need to say right out of the gate, who this podcast is not for, and who this podcast is for. If you are somebody, and I'm going to be very honest, if you are somebody that often makes excuses, if you are somebody that blames other people for your lack of success, if you are somebody that blames the circumstances of life, plays victim mentality, has a woe-me mentality, wakes up every single day, you know, all depressed and blaming the world for why you are where you are in your life, this podcast is not going to be for you because nothing I did in my entire life to got me to to get me to where I am and today had anything to do with blame game and excuses. But if you are somebody and it doesn't matter where you are in your life, maybe you're in a very difficult rough time right now with your career, with your health, with your finances, or maybe you're somebody that is starting to get success or getting success, but you understand that I'm not going to play victim, I'm going to play victor, that I can take ownership of my life, that there's only 24 hours in a day, no more, no less, and it's how you manage the 24 hours that's most important. If you're willing to have the discipline, if you're willing to be teachable and coachable, somebody that's willing to learn from somebody else and you're not a know-it-all, if you're somebody that's sick and tired of being sick and tired and like, I'm drawing a line in the sand, David, tell me what I need to do because I need to improve your life, then this podcast is for you. Because right now, to where I am today, nobody supported my goals, my dreams, and every single thing I've accomplished up until today has been through hard work, perseverance, grit, discipline, a lot of personal growth, and so many things that I 100% controlled in my life. If that's you, I can help you. If you are looking to improve your physical health, your mindset, mental health, your finances, your relationship, your relationship with God, spirituality, if you're looking to improve all these areas in life, then I can help you. Because I'll tell you right now, I'm also a big believer that it is not good to be a public success and a private failure. What do I mean by that? What good is it if you're out there killing the game in the public eye? For me, I'm an unbelievable, I'm a keynote motivational speaker, I'm an author, I was a state police captain, state trooper, but my home life is a mess, right? What good is that? I believe it's just as important publicly in my career that I'm also just as successful as a husband to my wife, as a father to my three daughters, because I believe they all are in synergy. So I'm looking to help you be the best human being as a parent, as a sibling, as a son, as a daughter, as a grandparent, as a human being, 
just as much as you succeed in your career, whether it's you're a business owner and you want to start being an entrepreneur or you are a business owner or in your career and you're trying to get that next promotion, you're trying to get to that next level. That's the area that I absolutely can help you on. But I think it's important in this first podcast, in this first episode, really is to kind of give you a background of who I am and the struggles that I've been through and where I was and where I am today. But I needed to just first get out of the way, which we just did, that victim mentality and excuses will not be tolerated on this podcast and episode. And if I ever have have any guest on here, it will be people that understand ownership, discipline, perseverance, grit, a lot of coachable and teachable moments in their life is what helps you succeed in your life. So a little bit about me, my background, I grew up in New York, specifically in Long Island in Suffolk County in St. James, which is in Smithtown. I don't know if any of you um, people listening may be from New York. Um, My dad Uh, retired. He was a police officer with the Nassau County Police Department, retiring as a deputy chief. My mom worked in human resources um, for many years in Long Island. My parents went through a divorce in my high school um, years into college, which definitely affected me in my life. And I need to share that because I know there's a lot of you out there that also have divorced and separated parents. And that's something that you have to deal with. Well, it's something I had to deal with. Um, I went to private parochial, private Catholic school from, from first grade, kindergarten, first grade through middle school. I went to Catholic high school, St. Anthony's high school in Long Island. And then I went on to the university at Albany, which was in upstate New York. Um, In the University at Albany, um, I was a fraternity brother. I had to work my way through college because my parents were divorced. And and I'll share right now that I was a I was into I was a big baseball player. I loved the game base of baseball. I was doing very well. I was a pitcher in my senior year of high school and into my freshman year of college. And I couldn't play baseball on the baseball team. I actually um, did very well in tryouts. The coaching staff was very happy with me. And I'll never forget the defining moment when they they said to me, David, you're, you're throwing. I was throwing upper 80s, low 90s uh, at 18, 19 years old. They wanted me to be on their team at University of Albany. But I had to work multiple nights a week at Macy's. Um, at the local mall to help pay my way through college. And and because of that, and because I couldn't get help from my father and more, you know, with my mother and them going through divorce, they let me go on the team because I had to work to pay my way through school. And I share that because maybe you're somebody that can't do the things that you want to do in that moment or right now because you need to work to pay the bills, to afford to live. Well, that was me. Um, fast forward to a couple years later, I knew I wanted to get into law enforcement. Um, I was roommates with my best friend at the time. We both wanted to get in the police department. So we took multiple police exams and we got, and I got accepted as did my best friend to the New York state police Academy, November 2nd, 1998. And it's a six month sleepaway police Academy. The New York state troopers is a very paramilitary organization with six months sleep away. We had a ton of military personnel and I am a big, big supporter of the military. I'm a big supporter of law enforcement. I back the blue. I bleed blue every single day. And that's a big, important part of my life. And I entered the academy as a New York state trooper, November, 1998. And here's the thing. I actually had to 
leave college with 12 credits to finish, which I'll tell you, my mom was not happy about, but I had to leave college in order to enter the state police academy. I, it was a job I did not want to turn down, and I took the job, but after I finished and graduated from the New York State Police Academy, I went back to school, finished my last 12 credits to get my bachelor's degree in sociology and criminal justice, so I took care of that to finish something I started. Um, in 2003, I was the New York State Trooper of the Year, which was through a ton of hard work. In 2004, I got promoted to our detective division, which is our Bureau of Criminal Investigation. It's called the BCI um, in the New York State Police. So I got promoted to investigator, which is the equivalent of detective in the state police. That was in 2004. In 2007, I was the New York State Police Investigator of the Year in the BCI. Then in 2012, I was promoted to lieutenant with the New York State Police, where I had a couple different positions. I was a lieutenant in charge of the Bureau of Criminal Investigation, the BCI. I was in charge of the uniform force, which is the troopers and sergeants in a certain area. Um, I also was a lieutenant overlooking um, a bunch of undercover units. So I got to see undercover work from auto theft, organized crime, money laundering, which is really dealing with like drug cartels and laundering money from drug sales, labor and racketeering. That was an unbelievable experience. Um, and then when I retired, um, I ultimately spent the last few years as a captain running the entire county of Westchester County, all state police operations for that county. And there was a dispatch center that I overlooked um, here in New York, in Westchester County, where we handled four to 500,000 911 calls a year. It was a very busy place. I also was a first responder on September 11th, something that I will never, ever forget. People are still getting sick today with 9-11 related illnesses and cancers. My good friend and academy classmate, Ryan Fortini, just died a couple of years ago from a 9-11 related cancer. And I was assigned to the escort division where I was in and out of ground zero, bringing personnel and supplies down to the pile in ground zero. And it's something that even today, every single year, I have to go through a very in-depth health screening, a physical to make sure that I'm still healthy because even all these years later, like I shared, people are still getting sick and they're monitoring all of the first responders. At the same time, while I had my state police career going on, I could tell you that for the 10 years before I retired, 10 years before that, my wife and I were in a much different place. We were six figures in debt from a lot of poor decisions we made early on, credit cards, student loans. We had a lot of debt. We were living paycheck to paycheck because I could tell you right now, the majority of people in this world, they make more, we spend more. And my wife and I, even though we made good money and she was a school teacher, we still, as we earned more money, we're spending more and put ourselves in a very bad position. We didn't, we didn't know how to handle money the right way and we were living paycheck to paycheck and our relationship was bickering back and forth. And I remember just arguing over simple things like the grocery bill because we were in a much different place. And health-wise, I was about 25 pounds heavier than I am right now. I was, yeah, I was getting to the gym three or four days a week, but my parents out there, you know how hard it is having multiple kids or just having kids or infants or toddlers 
to take care of your own health. The, the common thing is I don't have time to take care of myself. I'm taking care of my kids, right? And for me, even getting to the gym three or four times, I had the dad bod. My wife struggled with losing the baby weight. And I finally had to flip, flip my mindset and realize that, you know, my kids deserve the best of me, not what's left of me. And I need to feel good. And I remember having this conversation with my wife and saying, we need to change. And we started an at-home fitness program that you may have heard of called P90X. A lot of people jokingly mix it up and they call it PX90. But we did P90X in our small bedroom, two-bedroom home in the basement. We would push the toys out of the way and we'd have a small carpet area. And right there, we would do P90X, but it changed our life. We started feeling better. We started getting more fit. And we had no idea at the time that there was a business opportunity to share because people were just saying, David, what are you and Kristen doing? You look so good. And we would just say, oh, I'm doing P90X or I'm doing Insanity or I'm doing 21 Day Fix, whatever it was at the time. We did not know that there was a business opportunity. And once we did, and I saw the position and knew what we were in financially, we started working the business. And I went all in in the business as I did in my career with the state police and things I've accomplished and childhood, being an ocean lifeguard, I just, I had the vision. And I could tell you, people mocked us. People made fun of me. People, you know, called me those Richard Simmons workouts. Guys I worked with, you know, gave me a hard time because Beachbody is a multi-level marketing company. It is a network marketing company. But you know what? I wouldn't be where I am today without Beachbody because when we went all in to build this business and just focused on helping other people, it grew internationally to 1,400 people that we had to learn to coach and mentor and lead and built a business that paid off our six figures in debt and became a million-dollar earner in the company. And I have to say, like that did not go without hard work, diligence, skill, effort. Like Everybody's success is independent of how they show up every single day and the hard work that we need to do. So my philosophy my whole life from when I was a childhood, working my way through college, my state police career is I'm going to accomplish this and I'm going to go out there and work my butt off. I'm not, I'm not willing to get outworked. And that's how I showed up with the business and it grew. And not only did we get to pay off our debt, we stayed healthy and fit. And then some people were like, David, how did you become a speaker? Which kind of leads to my next point in which ultimately will lead to how I'm here through our success in business, my success in business, I started getting asked to speak in the local library of 15 people at their quarterly events. They were called Super Saturdays and then Super Weekends. I was speaking in front of 15 people, just sharing my story of being a busy dad who was somebody who was out of shape with the dad bod that wasn't in the greatest financial place, financial place, how I was able to get healthy and fit, to get rid of the debt, to build a business while working full-time and having multiple kids. And I can tell you, it was through a lot of personal growth, reading hundreds of books to study and being coachable and teachable, something that I realized that at first I wasn't. I wasn't willing to learn, but once I did and I learned all these things, I was sharing my message to pay it forward to help other people change their life. But people started asking me to speak and it went from 20 people to a hotel room of 100 people to a ballroom to 1,000 people. And then the corporate company had me speak in front of 20,000 people in the NFL Superdome. And that's when I started having people 
outside the fitness industry, high level executives, people coming to me and were like, David, you have the ability, you have a gift to speak and you should go out there and go out there and be a keynote speaker. And you know, there's something I heard and I like to say God's gift to us is potential and our gift back is what we do with it. And, and I realized for me, you know that feeling you get after a great workout, a great cardio session, a great weight session, you feel like a million dollars. You know how you feel when you're done? While, well, most people are so scared of public speaking, right? It's a big fear that people have. For me, after I would speak on stage, I would feel the way you feel after a great workout. And that's when I knew, like, wow, I not only love this, but I was given a gift by God. And in the Bible, right, it says your gift will make room for you. So I was given a gift and I'm like, I need to go after this. And if I don't, I'll regret it because struggle is less painful than regret, right? I've heard that before and I live by it. And I knew that if I didn't retire from the state police at that moment, I would have regretted never trying to be a speaker. So I retired at 43 years old because we had our business My wife, seven years earlier, because of our success in business, we retired her to be home with our three kids. But it was scary. It was scary to walk away from not only the camaraderie of the state police, but from a very successful career that I was probably due to get promoted within the next year, year and a half, to the rank of major. But instead, I said, I have my network marketing business. I'm going to pursue being a speaker. And then it became to becoming a keynote motivational speaker. And the thing was, how do you break into that? How do you get your name known in through that? And again, that's going to come reason I'm having this podcast is because there's principles that I live by, whether it's coachability, being teachable, persistent, persevering, um, having grit, having perseverance, all the things my whole life up until this point was happening again to become a successful keynote speaker. And then the big thing was, David, you should write a book. Who, me? I'm not an author. And I decided to write a book and I didn't wait till I felt like it to start. But so often we wait till we feel like it to start. But instead, I just started writing and you know, a year later, I published the Leveled Up Life book that I get to share and do book signings for. But guys, this I, the reason I'm sharing my stories, I want to let you know that I was the regular guy that every time I saw something or had a goal, I didn't make excuse. I realized it was nobody else's job to support my goals and dreams. And I went out there and I worked my butt off and I figured it out as I went. You know, John Maxwell says, once you find your why, you find your way. And that's so true because my why when it came to Beachbody or state police or now is to help other people get better. In law enforcement, it was to help society. In Beachbody, it was to help people with their health and wellness and their mindset. As a speaker, it's to inspire, motivate, and empower people with principles to succeed in their life. In my book, it's to help people to have success principles to succeed, taking everything I learned through everything I've read, learned, the mentors I had, the videos I watched, the conferences I went to, and to give back. And that's what I want to do for you guys, but that was the same thing how I became a speaker and fast forward to basically 2024 and speaking to thousands of people the last two years and publishing my book and now this podcast and and I'm having this because there's so much that I learned and my goal every day is if I can just help one person who's struggling or help one person that's starting to gain traction and not sure what to do next or help one person that's succeeding but needs to get to another level. If I can help that one person, then that's what I want to do and that's why I'm doing this podcast. Guys, so just to summarize, 
this is not a place where you're coming to look for shortcuts to success. They don't exist. This is not a place where I'm going to tell you how for your mom and dad to rescue you. It's not going to work. This is not a place where you're going to come to and I'm going to say, you know what? You're right. If you only had more time, you would be able to do this. Absolutely not. It's about managing our time better. It's not a place where we're going to play victim mentality. We're going to play victor mentality because you know what? You don't know when your last day on earth may be. And if you constantly make excuses and play victim mentality, you could be held hostage by yourself for the rest of your life. So guys, I'm excited about this. I'm excited. That was a little bit of my background. That's a little bit of my story. I'm excited for these episodes that are going to be coming out. I plan to put them out weekly to give you some principles to help you improve all areas of your life. I would ask and please ask you to share this with your friends, with your family on social media so we can spread this message of positivity to help people live up to their fullest potential. That's what the personal perseverance project is about. It's personal because you need to do it. It's perseverance because that's my favorite word in the dictionary and you will need to persevere to get to the next level. And it's a project because every single day you have to pay the toll. Every single day you have to show up. There's never time to sit back. You need to be intentional. You need to be proactive. You need to work at it every single day. So guys, with that, Let's go. Let's do this. 2024, we're starting off strong. I look forward to connecting and sharing what I have learned and what I will continue to learn with all of you. Bye-bye. 